Beer mug, he's beer mug. What's he gonna try today? Beer mug, he's beer mug. What is he gonna do to get in the way of himself and recording this podcast? Heroin. <laughs> no, but all, close to it. Um, no. Mugs, what was your yes. plan for today that that luckily fell through? Yeah, Dave, uh, <clears throat> if we hadn't uh, put this on the schedule for today, the episode 80 of Janky Town, I would have been in Glendale, Arizona, watching Dodgers spring training. Glendale? Yes. It would have been fantastic. It would have been a fly-in, fly-out kind of day. Long day, but it would have been great. But, nope, got to record the podcast, which is great. But I think it... <laughs> I think it. I think it would. I think it saved me a lot of, um, a lot of uh, wear and tear. Is what I'm trying to come up with here. Um, but that would have been cool because I have this week off, and normally I'm working at night now. So yeah, it's hard for me to get out and go do stuff. So it's kind of my vacation a little bit. All right, and the vacation would have been in sunny at Glendale, Arizona, to go see the White Sox. Is that is that what you said? Yeah, no, I would have, I would have gone, I would have gone to see the Dodgers play Doyer, today. Doyer, would, Doyers. The uh, Cleveland Guardians. I would have, I would, have, I would have seen the debut of the Cleveland Guardians. They're playing that minor league cool. teams now. Well, Cleveland Guardians are they're a major league team, man. They are. The Cleveland Guardians. They used to be the Indians. Oh man, did the woke yeah. mob get another? freaking baseball team another sports listen, team listen 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 i you know look it cancel culture is crazy woke mob crazy but they did have a point there they did have a little bit of a point meaning native americans referred to as indians from the 19 i'm sorry the 1880s on maybe the 1850s who knows they're not they're not from india so technically not really indians I was on a T-ball team, the Indians, and I had the the Chief Wahoo logo. You know the that was one stereo- of the best the best hats ever, though. Made <clears> very baseball. stereotypical um, logo. Look, yeah, I get it. I get it. I look, I I, I think it. You know, you know that and Redskins. It's pretty. Oh well, don't say that word. That's a derogatory term. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I think. Uh, there's certain things that the woke mob gets right. I think that I think they did right. You know, on this you one, disagree. you could disagree. There are people, janksters, you can disagree with me, but I I think they got it right on this one. You know, um, what's that? Uh, oh yeah, what are they gonna do with that movie Major League? Like, are they gonna go back and and re Just edit everything? Di- digital, <laughs> put everything yeah. into the Guardians. <laughs> Digitize everything into the Guardians. Any Indian reference is going to be dubbed by voice actors. And Guardians. Uh, yeah, it'll be great. It'll be fantastic. And uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for those versions to come out. <laughs> so fuck you, Jabu. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. But so, I don't know. I'll, there's still like two weeks left in spring training, Dave. So I maybe, you know, maybe... Maybe I can sneak out to one. Why don't you however. just take like a road trip, like after after your your job on a Friday, just like peace out and drive overnight, take a nap, and then boom, wake up, see the game, and then drive back. It's what a nine hour drive. Yeah, it's it's a long Phoenix. 
LA to Phoenix is nine hours. Just, it's a lot. Dude, I did that all the time going to Colorado. It was 12 hours. It was nothing. All it's right. fun. You leave at 4 a.m., boom. You're there by like, you know, two. It's, it's awesome. I'd then, rather fly. I'd rather fly. All right, big bucks. You know, just keep flying then. Well, I guess with gas, it's probably the same price. Now. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's gnarly. Well, your plans were uh, were ruined today. So, how was yeah. the rest of your week, man? It's been very uneventful, Dave. Very uneventful. Um, I've maybe sent out two emails the whole week. Uh, probably about twenty minutes before we hopped on here. Yeah. And um, it's really scary not having anything to do. It's it's very. Um, you feel very unaccomplished. I feel very unaccomplished this week. Um, oh, so that's why you were posting a lot on Jank on Janky Town and on the beer mug. Well, I was so tired from my my <laughs> seven day marathon last week. I had to give my fingers a rest. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel that I, I feel that I filled the quota last week, so I could maybe take a couple days off in between that time. Yeah, but what do you do? Like you know, now knowing that that uh, you don't have to go to work. And it's the daytime. Now, this is the problem I had, dude, when I was unemployed. Like, yeah. there's only so much you could take, like, looking at the same stuff yeah. on, uh, on on the web, right? Like, yeah. looking for jobs or looking for, mm-hmm. for things for the the, the podcast. I know uh, you didn't do any of that. So, so like... Tons of it, Dave. <laughs> what, just, what was going on? See. What was Muggs doing in his day off? Was there any, like, pool time or did you get any sun? Did you go take a drive, clear your head? Did you did you eat anything fun? I uh, I caught up on every episode of Nathan for You that I'd never watched when it was on TV. <laughs> well, that's <And> timely. <laughs> it is. If you have not seen Nathan for You, oh my gosh! I know it's a little late for me to endorse this. Great show. Great show. <laughs> wow. What made you What made you do Nathan for You? I was just, you know, scrolling on my Roku that I just got and uh, was searching and it popped up. And I'm like, you know what? Met Nathan Fielder before. Funny guy. Never really checked out a show. And then, oh, my goodness, I went down a rabbit hole and I couldn't stop watching because uh, you've seen that show, right, Dave? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And I wish he he should come back and do more. I don't know. I think maybe COVID fucked everything up. But uh, that guy is the king of awkward. It is fantastic. What was your favorite like ad that he did? When he Cuz that's what he does, right? Like all these he, fake ads. Yeah, well essentially he okay, so his intro is like he he went to business school and he got good grades, so he helps out these businesses uh by coming up with crazy ideas. Like he went to this travel agent uh lady whose main clientele were older people. So he decided that it would be a good idea for her to add um, funeral arrangements to her travel agent <laughs> business. Yeah. And that was very awkward. He actually took the identity of one guy he, who he like scoured for. He and his producers like scoured for like essentially the biggest loser. And he took his identity, put him in a camper in a remote location while he got a mask made by a special effects artist to fit on his head, uh, poses him, went on dates as him, and then learned how to tight wi- tightrope walk. 
and he set up set up this huge stunt where he was posing as this guy who was doing this crazy tightrope feat, which he actually did. He actually <laughs> was walk. He learned how to tightrope like eighty feet above uh, the the in downtown LA on these buildings. It was insane. It's just to watch. As, it's all real too. Like you think, like ah, oh, this has to be set up. I mean, based by based on all these reactions of these people that he has on the show, yeah, it's all it's all genuine. I mean, I'm so so upset that I got on the Nathan for you bandwagon like six years too late. Why wow, you didn't miss anything? I mean, everything's there that he's done. He's not making yes. new ones, so it's not like you have to catch up or anything. And right, and there you go. You 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 found it all. But like I said, what made you choose it? Like, did you just catch it on comedy central or did you did you search it out online or it's like i said it kind of was like popped up in the suggestions part and i was like god i've never seen this show and i hear so many good things about it and i finally like put my add aside and sat down and watched it how long did it take you to go through all of them there's about 24 episodes i would say probably about a half a half a day i went yeah just all 12 hours all at once yeah it was great mama mugs is like are you gonna move and you're like nope uh-uh nathan for you's almost done oh my god i got up from out of my bed you know had the imprint in my bed like just me laying in there just doing it's nothing all, but watching it's all, this talk <laughs> yep. yep it was great Plop. yeah so oh great man. show great new show you gotta watch it well, I guess that's what that's how Mug spends his vacation. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, watching old shows, <laughs> old old shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, how was your week, Dave? It was good, man. It was a good busy at work, but but it's. Uh, oh, what's it like to be busy at work? That's that must be great. It's busy, and it is great. You know, it is great to be using your mind and doing things and contributing to society. So yes, it it is great. But Muggs, last week, you were talking. Last week was the St. Patrick's Day episode, right? Where yes. we were, we were talk. We, we recorded on St. Patrick's Day, so it was kind of St. Patrick's heavy. Um, and you were talking about a corned beef sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I told you I have never had one, and yeah. and uh, you made it sound so damn good that I was thinking about it all week. So this week, um, I get this message from Miss D Marie ninety four on Instagram. We get oh, it. Oh yeah, she at, follows. She, she's a jankster. Yeah, she's a jankster. So she hits up Janky Town six nine with a DM and says, "Hi guys, just listened to you last podcast. Dave, you have never had a corned beef sandwich. So there's this place in Culver City, Element twenty nine, top notch. Now, hmm. Element twenty nine Deli. Have you ever heard of that? No. No. Can't okay. Say I cool. Have. All right, and the one you said, uh, the the deli you said that I should go try is up in Simi Valley. And what was that one called? Uh, well, it's it's in Northridge, uh, Brent's. Uh, Northridge, Brent. Brent's. Yes. All right. So I just I'm reading this message, and I happen to go get a COVID test right for work. Mm-hmm. I need it for something, and it's in Culver City. So I'm like, oh, okay, well. Element Deli, she says it's in Culver City, so I'll just see how far it is from here, and I'll drive down and get it. From where my testing site, it was literally across the street. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm how like, perfect. Hell yeah! I walk over, 
go inside and I'm looking at the girl's message and I'm like I'm looking at uh, Miss Marie's message and I'm like oh what am I ordering again I forgot what the name of the sandwich was and the guy's looking at me and he's like hey we don't do uh, we don't we don't do the the app orders and I was like oh no 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 I'm just trying to see what sandwich I'm supposed to buy and he's like oh okay I'm like oh can I have a corned beef sandwich and he goes, uh, sure. And I told him I've never had one. And he goes, well, you came to the right place because this place was so freaking good. I mean, he gave me a sample at Element 29 hmm. Dally, right? Gives me a sample. And he's all like, which, what would you like? He had all these different types of corned beef sandwiches. I, do you, which one do you get? Do you get the Reuben or Brooklyn or, or which, which one do you get? I get the traditional corned beef on rye with just yellow mustard and a side of coleslaw with a nice dark green pickle. And then I throw the coleslaw on to the corned beef sandwich. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I got so I got something similar, which was it, it was called the Brooklyn, where it was just deli mustard, um, uh, the, the pastrami, and the rye bread. And, dude, it was fantastic, right? So good call, uh, Miss D. Marie, for, for suggesting Element, Element 29, 29. Dally right. in Culver City, right there on Washington for all those in L.A. But, but mugs, that wasn't the best part. The best part was I was like, I want something for these with the sandwich, right? So they have these these bags of chips. And they have kettle chips and Lay's and Doritos. No. I'm attracted to this bag that says black truffle and it's mm. from Torres. The Torres mm. black truffle chips. Mm. Fantastic. Mugs, I'm not exaggerating here. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not like I I don't know how to say this, but these are the best chips I have ever had. The best wow. potato chips I have ever had. And I will fight anyone. I will actually not fight one because I know everyone has different beliefs. But I will taste <laughs> your I will taste your favorite chip and tell you how much better this one is. Because I've I've had lots of chips, kettle brands, all these these uh different types of chips, Lay's. Like yeah. until I met Mr. Torres Bags. The, the Lay's uh, Limon were my favorite chips. I love those. Like, yes, they're fantastic. What are your favorite chips? I like uh, anything Flamin' Hot, Flamin' Hot Funyuns, Flamin' Hot Cheetos, um, Doritos. Those are my top, top chips. Uh, yeah. And I do, I do enjoy Doritos uh, Sweet Chili. Like, they're like, I don't know what they are. They're like, they're, they come in a purple bag. They're fantastic. Yeah, but but the, see, those are all like flavors, right? Like you just like the, yeah. the seasoning on them. The chips oh, yeah. are, are okay. Like, do you like takis and all those? Or I love takis. Oh yeah, takis are anything flame, anything with a hot seasoning on it. I'm 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 game. Let's so do all off. You're a you flavoring your, guy. You could dip your penis in the, in flaming hot. I will eat it. <laughs> well, it's just a small. So yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but mugs. These don't chips, undersell yourself, Dave. These chips were the best chips ever the crisp was just right they were crunchy they weren't as like thick and hard as kettle chips but they were nice. just shaped to perfection 
the flavoring, the seasoning. And the guy, he's all like, oh, you like the black truffle one from Torres. These chips are fantastic. You got to try the Iberian ham flavored. It tastes just like if I just shaved off the ham and put it on the chip. And I was like, well, I mean, that sounds delicious. I got to try that. Sure enough, he's absolutely right. These Torres chips, the best chips ever. And I, I dare someone to, to show me a chip that's better. I dare you. Then, then at the end of it, were you like, uh, why, why is the bag in your lap, sir? And why is there a hole cut out at the bottom? That was the best tasting one. Janky Town. Jay. Hit the ground. Jay. We can get the janky pop and that's a sound. Jay. Jay. We make your frown. Jay. Go upside down. Jay. It's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. Janky! Town. Wow. Dave, do you think people will like that chip talk at the beginning of that? Or do you think uh, all our janks will just fast forward right through that? Well, I mean, if they don't want to know about the best damn chips in the world, that's on them. Right? Fair enough. Fair enough. Right? Because now, like... Uh, people are gonna find them. I don't. I don't know where. I've never seen them anywhere else other than the deli. So good yeah. luck. Good luck getting them, and your mouth isn't gonna enjoy, especially the last big big chip that I that I had. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. So if you don't like it, too chip. bad. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, we are into episode eighty of Janky Town, and uh, you can get a hold of us many ways. Uh, one being our jank line. Call, leave a message, twenty four hours a day. And that number is 855-JANKY69. We try to air every call that is left on our jank line. You can get a hold of us also on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at JankyTown69. And we are also on Patreon. We thank you, all our patrons, for uh, paying $2 for the low tier, $5 for our middle, and then $25 where we just go all out. Uh, we're, we are taking... We are finally making good on a promise that we made to Jenks to Tanya that we're going to be taking her out for being a top tier member that she was supposed to go to a Dodger game many, many moons ago and it never, <laughs> it fell through. So we're, we're finally making good on that, Dave. Yeah. Well, it's only a year later. What can, I mean, come on, what do you expect from us? <laughs> I know. Yeah, we get to it when we get to it. That's our, that's our MO. Dave. Yeah. Why is CNBC fake news? Ah, listen, Muggs, we've been hearing that for a long time, right? This news outlet's fake news. This news outlet is fake news. You know what? Now I'm starting to believe that that they were right. CNBC is fake news. Why? Uh, I come across this article that says, these are the five most boring and exciting jobs in the world, according to a recent study. And, okay. I, and who cares about the boring jobs and exciting jobs? Because the top five boring jobs are data analysts, accounting, tax insurance work, and cleaning and banking. Yeah, yeah, those are boring, right? Top five most exciting jobs are performing arts, which is like acting and all that. Yeah, fine. Science, it's not exciting. Uh, journalism, Science. definitely not exciting. Health professional and teaching, 
Really? You think teaching's the most exciting job? Mm, no, sorry. But here's where CNBC is really fake news central. They have another list that says these are the top five most boring hobbies. Hmm. Now, Mugs, I'll give you... I know you'll never get two of them. So I'll give you three guesses, and I'll tell you if they're on there or not. Top five most boring boring hobbies. Most boring hobbies. Okay, I got to say number one is uh, Magic the Gathering card collector. (laughs) Card collecting. (laughs) No, that is not one of the most boring uh, hobbies, according to CNBC. Okay. Uh, how about um, model trains? No, again, not not one of the top five most boring hobbies, according to CNBC. Okay. Pokemon Go is that a hobby? No, that's uh, that's fun. That's just straight fun. So I'll give you one more choice. Come on, a hobby. What 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 do you do for fun that CNBC considers one of the top five most boring hobbies? I got it. All right. Composting. Oh, that is kind of boring. But no, not even that is the top five most boring hobbies. All right. I'll just run down the list here. And then listen. Number five, math. One, who's doing math as a hobby, right? Nerds. Like, is this nerds. like Sudoku or, or something, right? No. So, uh, but, it's nerds. Yeah. Math is boring, though. So, so they're not fakies, fake news yet. Right. Number four, observing animals. Now, fuck you, CNBC. Animals. Observing animals is one of the best things to do in life. Like any animals, like going to the zoo or your pets or what? I I think just observing them in the wild, like just looking at birds outside or, or looking at a deer. Like, no way is that boring. No, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, right? All right, now it gets even crazier. Okay. Number three. Watching television. Bullshit. How is that boring? That is the best hobby. When I was watching Nathan for you, I laughed like like so many goddamn times throughout every episode. And I was having a blast. And you were getting a workout, a little ab workout with your your laughing, right? Yes. (sighs) All right. All right. So and then they get back on track with number two, religion. Like if I didn't realize religion is a hobby, it's like eh, I'll pick it up on the weekend. I, I guess was like it can a way be. of life. I thought that was like a <laughs> belief system. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder what they mean by religion. So this is hmm. so. What's the number one top five most boring hobby according to CN fake news CNBC? Wow, what, what they say the most boring hobby is. Wow. Um. Oh. Making letters with your poop. Oh, my God. That sounds like fun. But no, it is sleeping. Now, while sleeping is ranked as the single most boring hobby, anyone could have gotten in regular amounts of high-quality sleep is essential to your productivity, health, and mental sharpness, according to the research. What the fuck are they thinking? Sleeping is is amazing. But when is it a hobby? Nap time, right? Nap time, like, oh, time to go for a nap. Yeah, this is bullshit. It's not a fucking hobby. It's necessity. Sleeping wow. is life. Who's ru- who's running CNBC? Who's writing these articles? 
the people previously at the onion. <laughs> Ad time. March Madness is here. Not everyone can have a perfect bracket, but you can have the perfect set of balls this tournament season with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have just launched their ultra-premium collection to give you the total championship hygiene routine. And after sweating out the games, make sure you lather up from head to toe with this all-in-one skin and hair care kit. To have your body and balls smelling final back for fresh. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use the code JANKY20 for 20% off and free shipping. This is a Cinderella story you're not going to want to miss. That's right, Dave. So when the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped Ultra Premium Collection to keep everything under control. We all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer is for that precise trim below the waist. Their advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts on your basketballs. But now you can enhance your big dance in the shower with their ultra premium collection. This package includes Manscaped premium deodorant. No, not for your balls, for your stanky ass armpits. This deodorant dries clear, is aluminum-free, and smells like their signature scent. There's also hydrating body moisturizer. So if you have tattoos or issues with dry skin, it's designed to keep your skin feeling clean, smooth, and smelling fresh. They got body wash to lather you up. They got two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, plus a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balms that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products and a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score! All of these products are cruelty-free compromise. I'd recommend using the products in this order. One, you hop in the shower and scrub-a-dub-dub that body with the Manscaped Body Wash. Two, lather your hair up with a two-in-one shampoo conditioner to keep your noggin toggin. Three, dry off and spray on the hydrating body moisturizer to reinvigorate your dry skin. Reinvigorate, that sounds great. And then four, put on the Manscaped deodorant for obvious reasons. So you don't have those stanky-ass armpits. Mm, I need some of that. Unless stanky armpits are your thing. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code janky20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code janky20. Make sure you call on Manscaped this tournament season or your bracket won't be the only thing that's busted. All right, Dave, we're not going to be as bad as CNBC. I'm going to try to give you something right now that will try to convince you of what I've recently discovered. And And that, which is what the fact that porn, Dave, Uh way over, way overrated, way overrated. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on. Is this is this an exclusive beer mug hot take? Yeah. Do we have an intro? Uh, Give me a second. Nice countdown. And now it's time for Janky Towns. Hot take corner, 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 corner. Yeah, porn is over. That was a great intro. Porn is overrated uh, simply because of the fact that everything, 99.9% of the things you see in porn yeah, is does not happen in real life. The, Say what? What do you mean? 
Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, you got all levels of porn, whatever you're into, whatever fetish you're into, no matter how graphic, uh, softcore, it doesn't matter. It's just not realistic. And I think it is actually a hindrance to a healthy relationship. Hold on, Muggs. I saw this one video. I don't think it was porn, but a guy was uh, was going to see a house, and the realtor was showing them the house, and then she showed him the bed, and then she showed mm-hmm. him how to use the bed. And they got mm-hmm. really into it, and then he didn't buy the house. But the realtor, I mean, they got they got some, some workouts in. You're telling yeah. me that is not real. Yeah, see, every time I've gone over to an open house, that's like the realtor has never done that. I mean, come on! It's just getting our, it's getting our, uh, our our hopes up, our expectations. And look, I've I've talked to many girls, and by many I mean maybe one or two, uh, about their thoughts on pornography. And look, I, I gotta say, I think girls are uh, kid, they probably think it's overrated too. I don't think, I think guys get more of a kick out of it than 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 women do. You know what I mean? Hold on, mugs. You've never driven a taxi. And then a girl would just hop in and be like, oh, no, I don't have money. And then you're like, well, there's another way you could pay this off. And then bow, chicka, bow, bow. and then no. she gets a free ride, if you know what no, I'm saying. No, Dave. No, Dave. I've driven an Uber and where the girl just throws up all over my back seat. <laughs> and then I have to pay like $200 in cleaning fees. See, that does not end well at all. And I have a problem with porn because, look. If you rely, I myself got into a rut where I was relying way too much on it, (laughs) way too much, where it was killing my motivation to actually go out and have real human interaction. Because Rosie Palms, Rosie Palms was doing the job too well. Rosie Palms was working overtime and (laughs) it was just killing everything about. Uh, uh, any healthy relationship that I could have in my life. But Muggs, I I heard if you, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So if, if you're using it, then at least it's going to stay active and, and you're going to keep your drive up. So is that not true? That's not true for me, Dave, because the problem with that is, is when Rosie Palms is working overtime, each time you go to whatever video you're going to watch, that video has to outdo the previous one you just watched because now your um, your your expectation level of what video is going to get you off has to be way crazier than the one you just did than the one you just got off to. All right, it's crazy. All right, hold am on. I am I wrong? No, you're kind of right. But I'm just saying, like, you've never gone to your friend's house and then, like, his wife is like, oh, since you're here, why don't you and all these other 18 guys come over and and then, you know, just have fun with me? That never happens to you? That never happens, Dave. Dave, nor nor have I never ordered a pizza uh, with a hole cut out on the bottom that would perfectly fit my penis and to which uh, whoever the delivery girl goes, ooh. Is that a sausage pizza? No, that's never happened. It's, um, it's just, I, I think, I think the world, look, I think it's good in some, some aspects, pornography, but I think for the most part for healthy relationships, it's just ruining everything. All right. So porn is bad according to mugs and that is beer mugs. Hot take corner.
Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, hurry up so I can go on X videos when we're done, please. <laughs> All right, here's my hot take, Mugs. Uh, here's my hot take corner. Corner, 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 corner. I came across this tweet the other day, um, and it may make me more of a dick. It's from the account Good News Movement, but the the Good News Movement is M-O-V-E-M-E-3, right? And nice. the tweet says, surprise, my husband hasn't seen his dad in nearly three years due to COVID and the distance it has placed uh, the distance it has placed between many loved ones far and wide. After lots of planning be- between myself and my father-in-law, today his dad arrived from the UK to surprise him. And then, you know, he walks out as he's being filmed. He walks out and his dad walks up to him and gives him a hug. But he's crying and he's like, well, oh my God, I haven't seen my daddy. Those videos are bullshit. Right? These are such bullshit videos. It's no, like they're not. Wait, they're hold on, hold videos, on, Dave. hold on, hold on. Is this is a guy who could easily just call his dad on Facetime and be like, "Yo, pops, what's up?" And you see him, you're good. It's okay. You you will see him eventually. What you need to hug him? He's in the fucking UK. He, you're not gonna see him every day, anyways. So what? And then like yeah, but if, he just this he, whole production of to come in and daddy, oh you're coming here. And it's not like he's never seen him before. It's just because of COVID. Yeah, okay. And now the borders are open. Come come by. It's not a big deal. Dude, but it's not and, seen, and, and people are making a big deal of it. It is a big deal, dude. If you, if you, it's a family member that you want to embrace. See, this is the problem with porn because you're not embracing <laughs> your family members. <laughs> no, man. But like, it's it's such bullshit. And the fact that she was filming and they walk. This is such bullshit. This is a this is all for likes and stuff. Now, here's the one thing that I would say is military military greetings. Those are like those are heartfelt and. And like get to me because those are like what the kids don't know. They they think mom is still in service and still working overseas. And then boom, they're at a basketball game. Like I mean, I don't know why they had to wait till the basketball game to go and see mom. But but it's like those are heartwarming. This fake one where it's like, oh, daddy, I haven't seen daddy in three years. Oh, boohoo, three years. Come on. And like you could see him on Facetime, and the borders were open. You could see him anytime. You're just not making an effort. That's bullshit to film it. So that's my hot take. And people are going to hate me, aren't they? They already do. <laughs> All right, Muggs. I want you to finish this sentence. Okay. All right. Brazilian woman hospitalized with... Go. Uh, let's see. A enlarged clitoris. Good guess. Good guess. But no. Brazilian woman hospitalized with trapped gas as she couldn't fart in front of partner. Come on. Was she embarrassed to fart in front of her partner or was her partner adamant against her not farting in front of him? Let's find out. In a bizarre incident, a Brazilian singer revealed that she landed in the hospital with trapped gas because she was embarrassed about farting in front of her boyfriend. Poca, whose real name is Vivian de Cuerez, uh, Piera, and who is 27 years old, took to her Instagram stories to share her gas problem with her fans and followers. By the way, 
afraid to fart in front of her boyfriend, not afraid to talk about it in front of strangers. Uh, the story disappeared after 24 hours, as per uh, Lad Bible report. But the 27-year-old dropped a handful of images of herself in which she can be seen inside of a hospital. She was following proper... Man, boring. Uh... While sharing the pictures, the 27-year-old reportedly revealed how she woke up with an unbearable stomach pain early in the morning and ended up in the hospital. She further assured her fans that she is fine now. The Brazilian singer was quoted as saying by the publication, I woke up at 5.30 a.m. with severe stomach pains and ended up in the hospital. But that's it, guys. I am now fine. Just an, <laughs> just an accumulation of trapped farts. Oh, now, imagine, see... This is the kind of story where back in the day, Kevin and Bean would try to contact this lady in Brazil and then either burp, Ralph, burp, burp, burp. exactly, maybe Christine would get on the line and, and play that Brazilian lady. And then uh, instead of a volcano, which uh, Ralph used to do a lot, it'd probably be maybe a minute to two minute fart sound effect, which would be hilarious. Yes, but I, I think the bigger question is, why is she so afraid to fart in front of her boyfriend? Now, Muggs, you were once married, right? Once. Yes. How long did it take you to fully fart in front of your ex-wife? Oh, my God. Uh, I think when I met her in the K-Rock studio, I walked in and farted. I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> no, you didn't. Really? I, yeah, it was very quick. It, it was very quick. And I mean, she I heard it, and she's like, oh, okay, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she, she heard <laughs> she heard it and was uh, astonished that I would be so brazen to to release gas in her presence. But I feel that if you uh, if you cannot fart in front of your partner, then you should not be with that person at all. That's a good point. But it, and it's she was embarrassed and it's and has has a girl. All right. I guess the better question is, how long did it take before your ex-wife farted in front of you? See, that's the thing. I've never heard her fart. And what? According to her, she didn't poop at all. So stop it. Stop yeah. it. No. She didn't poop. She never pooped. Now, this is before you guys be became married, right? Like Yeah, well, before, during at, at any point in time, I never I never heard any noise like that. <laughs> Seriously. Really? Mhm. Mm Wow, and she didn't yeah. end up in the hospital, so she was releasing it somewhere. But yeah. ladies, ladies, don't care? They think it's funny. Go ahead and fart in front of in front of us. It's not a big deal. Except it's a if they're like, yeah. Except though, if they're like those wet ones, don't. Oh no, those those are stinky and stick with you. Especially yeah, if they're the wet ones. Oh, beer mug. Isn't that one of your videos you watch? Yeah. All right, Dave, uh, you know, earlier I was talking to you about how I caught up on Nathan for you, how great of a show that was, but it's yeah. like what? I mean, keeps literally like seven, eight years old by now. And I Yeah, really... it was on Comedy Central when Comedy Central was a TV channel. Yeah. Uh, is it still a TV so, channel? I think I, I think it is. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so um, I have a problem when it comes to TV shows, Dave. I... A lot of people. There's first of all, there's too much television, right? There's 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 too many shows now. There's too many streaming services, so many shows on every different platform, and most of them are good now. There's a lot of there's a lot of available work in the entertainment industry because they're just. It seems like they're just making new shows every day. 
Well, my ADD always fucks me up because I will start a show. Wow. One, two, three, four, five episodes in, and I will just never watch it again. Not because I don't like it, just because I never go back to watching it for some weird reason. All right. Uh, and I don't like it because it's, it's essentially how I, I miss shows like Nathan for you because I should have watched that when it was on TV. And I didn't. I didn't even start it. But <laughs> I have started I have started shows literally where I just will never get back to. And then it just ends up getting spoiled or ruined. And rightfully so, because that's my fault. How many I mean, shows? Been, how many shows would you say that you have started and not finished? Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Probably, like, at least a dozen. Really? Um, um, well, let's, let's, let's go back a little bit. Let's, we can start with... Um, yeah, tell me the shows you, you have, have started but stopped, and okay. I'll tell you if you should continue or not. Okay. Because so I've probably the, seen most of them. Okay, so the first one this happened with me uh, was with uh, the, the first Dexter the original Dexter. Ooh, I okay. watched like the first, actually I got like four or five seasons in. I was, I was <laughs> hardcore watching it. And then I never watched the last season. I never, I've never watched the final season. I like, I heard what happened, but I just never saw it. So is it worth it for me to like pick, pick Dexter back up or like watch the end of it? Okay. Uh, you know how it ends, right? You know about the ending. I've heard something like to the effect where it just kind of ends really badly. Uh, yeah. Like not, not good. Not like, not, I, like I, it, was, it was terribly written. I, I don't know what happens. Yes. I, okay. I, perfect. Perfect. Since Dexter, I have watched it. And, and since I think you are a mild mannered person who takes things well, you <laughs> definitely need to finish this because it will okay. make you feel good. It, it would just okay. like, it wraps it up in a bow and, hmm. and, and you will be like, Great. I'm glad I finished this. So Dexter, okay. yes, finish Dexter. And start okay. the new one, too, because you know there's a new season of Dexter. Oh, I did. I did start the new one, Dave, and that's part of my list, <laughs> Dexter New Blood. Uh, <laughs> I watched I watched the first season, and I think there's only one season, but... Yeah. Actually, no. I watched pretty much, like, the first, like, two-thirds of the season, then I just... Well, you can't picked. watch Dexter New Blood if you haven't finished Dexter. Come uh, on, man. All right. You got to do it in um, order. All right. What's what, next? What about Ozark? Oh, dude. started that. Didn't finish that. You need to finish that. Julia Gardner yeah. is amazing in it. And Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. Perfect. You, you need to okay. finish that. Yeah, that's that. that's actually a really good show. So, okay. yes. Finish the uh, Ozark. Uh, billions. Uh, it's Billions was good for a while. And then it dropped off a lot. That okay. is one show where you could just let it go, man. Really? Just let it go. Let it go. Okay. Yeah. Damien Lewis left it. So should you. Just let it go. Okay. Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan is another one of those that, just like Billions, it started off great, but then you're just like, okay, it's going nowhere. And then they move from... Like, like Hollywood to somewhere else, and it's just it's it's too insane. It's it gets crazy, and then John Voight's in it, so he's crazy too. And I nope, you could let you could let, let that go. <laughs> yeah, you could let go. Can I, can I tell you about my John Voight story? Yes, please. So once uh, Showtime was having this uh, holiday party, like Christmas mm -hmm. party, 
And so I go because, you know, I'm press and and I go to it and I'm, and they don't give you a plus one. So I'm like, I'll know someone here. Usually like Michael Schneider's there or, or some other friends that there's some publicists that I know. Mm-hmm. Nobody was there, you know, and it was showtime. So I was like, well, maybe Kristen Bell will be there, you know, because uh, her uh, one of her shows was on Showtime at the time. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, not even not even she was there. So I'm getting this food. We, you know, it's like a buffet style. So you get food, and I go to this table, and I have it all to myself. And I'm like, yeah, it's just chilling. It's freezing at this house in Beverly Hills, and I'm eating, and I get a tap on my shoulder, and he's like, excuse me. May I eat with you? And I was like, uh, sure, John Voight. You can what? eat with me. <laughs> yeah. And then he starts and he goes, so what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, I'm impressed. I work in radio. And, uh, and then at that moment, before he could even respond to my question, Liev Schreiber comes and says, hey, John, blah, blah, blah. Starts talking to him. He completely turns his back to me. And so I'm just there watching Liev and, and John talk and, you know, they haven't seen each other in a while. So they're chatting it up. And then the whole freaking cast of Ray Donovan just comes and surrounds me. But at the same time, they're starting like to push me out a little bit. So, <laughs> so I'm eating. And then at the end of like by the end of my meal, I was literally off the table and I just said, OK, I'm going to leave now. And awesome. That was, and that's my John Voight, Ray Donovan story. But that's it. Yeah. That's so fantastic. for that reason alone, don't watch the rest of it. OK. All right. <laughs> uh, Yellowstone. Hell yeah. Watch that Finish right it. now. Just like okay. start it right now and, and watch it while recording this. That's how good it is. All yeah. Right. Homeland. Oh, no, you can let Homeland go. That's that really? that jumped the shark and the shark ate the shark that it jumped. Wow. So, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Breaking Bad. Yes. Finish it up. Even though Jesse Pinkman is one of the worst characters on TV, <laughs> you you should finish that because that's good. Because then it leads into Better Call Saul. And that is another great, great show. Wow. Okay. Uh, Shameless. Shameless, I gave up on, but I heard it was really good. And and it was good for a while, but I just couldn't I couldn't handle it anymore. But it's it's still getting good reviews. So I think you have enough though. So I would I would let that one go too. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then finally, because I mean I could go on all day for how many shows that I've started, sure, uh, and not finished. But uh, I don't think they're I, they might not even be making this anymore. But The Walking Dead. <laughs> yes, The Walking Dead was announced last year that this was going to be the 11th and I think the 11th. Yeah, the 11th and final season, right? Yeah. So the 11th season begins, and then about four episodes in, they're like, coming, you know, coming back in three, you know, three months, Walking Dead, the final season, part two. And then before part two premieres, which it just premiered like five weeks ago, they're like, and then after part two, it's going to be The Walking Dead, the final season, part three. So they just never thought. Yeah. But I, I, at the same time, I was like, oh, God, this Walking Dead is not that good. Then I just literally this weekend, dude, I caught up on all the Walking Deads of this season, this part two season. Mm -hmm. And now I'm back in. I'm back in. Because it's not about the, the, the zombies anymore. It's about like the communities and getting back together. And I even watched like the walking dead, the world beyond, which was the standalone yeah. two season, ep- uh, two season, uh, 
series of of The Walking Dead, The World Beyond, and it was it was good. That was a good yeah. good story too. So Robert Kirkman's doing great things over there. So, well, so, yeah. I'll, I'll have you know, I'll have you know, Dave, that I did start on a brand new series that I think I should be able to follow through with. I'll let you know when it stops, but it's uh, it's winning time. The the dynasty of the Lakers. Wow. With, yeah. With John C. Riley. Oh. Uh, him as Jerry Buss, yeah. so good. Is it so good, good, really? Now, yes. Look, don't don't think just because I'm a Clippers fan, I'm not going to watch that. I really did enjoy the the '80s Lakers and the Showtime yeah. Lakers, but yeah. but me, I I'm watching so many different different shows right now mm-hmm. that I'm going to wait till it's all done so I can so just can binge it, binge it, and just go through yeah. it because I don't want to wait for next week to see what happens. I want to go through it all. And if mugs, can I recommend one to you? Not to put sure. another episode on your on your plate? Yeah. Pam and Tommy. I oh, th- see, I got to watch that. I didn't think I was going to like it. I was like, okay, we know this story. But no, it was so good, dude. Pam yeah, and Tommy on Hulu. Oh, that was gonna... Sebastian Stan and Lily James do a great job as Pam and Tommy. So, and then Adam Ray is Jay Leno. Oh, yeah, Adam I Ray is it. Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah. So and, amazing. And they include, uh-oh, sausage in it. So... I heard I heard something to that extent, yeah. So yeah. I'll just I'll have to watch it based on that alone. But see, so I you know I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying to get. Uh, so uh, my friend showed me the other day for the first time ever an episode of Always Sunny, and I loved it. Oh, that that show is one that that was so funny, and I was like, there's just too much. I can't. There's too many of them. There's just too many episodes, and I had to give it up. But yeah, it's yeah. still going. It's still going. It's still funny, just like South Park. The Simpsons, all Bob's Burgers, Futurama, they're all still going. And, and I was like, I just can't. I, I can't. There's not enough time in the, in the Too much TV. Too much TV. <sighs> but you know what's great on TV mugs? What's that? March Madness. But you know what's even gr- greater? You know what's even better on the podcast? What? March Buttness. We are coming down to the next round. This was the don't hate, appreciate round that people were voting on. And now we're going to find out who makes the March Buttness final back four. Yes. Get it? I got it. Back four. Get it? This is like back door. (laughs) Yes. How do you do it? I don't know, man. It takes me a lot of time. All right, let's see who's moving on. Can't wait. Hey, weren't we supposed to have an intro for for March Buttness, by the way? <laughs> yeah, about that, Dave. You know, I was so busy this week. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. your better excuse is, oh, I wasn't in the office this week. I wasn't in the studio. Yeah. So, but you know what? I did just hear from that Brazilian lady that we talked about earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there she was. She's finally she learned her lesson. She's not holding yes. it in. Good See? for you. But oh, all right. Oof. So wow, that's bad. So let's start in the ass jams bracket where it was number one's Sir Mix a Lot's Baby Got Back versus Major Lazer's Bubble Butt. Now who will be moving on, Mugs? Baby Got Back. I like big butts and I yes. Yeah, baby got back and moving on. Come, just blew out. Like, you know, after you eat some Chinese food, a succulent Chinese meal. Succulent it blows, Chinese meal. It just blew out bubble butt. 
Ah, uh, so moving on to the March Buttness final back four. Now, in the other part of the ass jams bracket, we had juveniles back that ass up against Rex and FX's Rump Shaker. Now, this one was a little closer, but moving on, we have. Hell yeah. Alright, but now this is where it gets tough, Mugs. Because in the comedy bracket, the comedy jams, mm-hmm. the butt jams, we have Eddie Murphy's Boogie in Your Butt mm-hmm. versus my personal favorite, which I thought would be the underdog, Joe Lee's. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Oh, I love it. Who's moving on? None other than. Put a tree in your butt. Put yes. a, a bubble bee in your butt. Put a clock in your butt. Put a big rock in your butt. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Can't go wrong with Eddie Murphy and Bubble the Butt, which was a. It was a. Uh, what you call the. What do we do? The party machine on Kevin yes. Bean. It was a party party machine machine. staple. Like, it had to be played or else listeners would get mad. Now, on the final side of the Comedy Jams bracket, it was Tom Green's The Bum 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 Song, Lonely Swedish, versus uh, the underdog of of the tournament, A Lost People's Big Booty Bitches. Mugs, The Bum Bum Song was your pick, right, to win it all? All day, every day. All day, every day, except... Today. What? In a landslide, mugs, a landslide, big booty bitches destroyed the bum bum song and is moving on to the March Buttness final back four. Wow. Okay, well, look, look, you know, I would have gone with bum bum song, but big booty bitches is a very righteous competitor and i think uh it rightfully wins so voting will begin now for the final back four and who will it be what will be the best song the booty song for janky town's first march buttness will it be sir mix a lot's baby got back i like big butts and i cannot lie you other brothers can't deny yeah that's the number one seed or will it be juveniles back that ass up In the comedy bracket, it will it be Eddie Murphy's Boogie in Your Butt? Put a tree in your butt, put a, a bubble bee in your butt, put a clock in your butt, put a big rock in your butt, say put some fleas in your butt, say stop to sneeze in your butt, 
Dog, the Cinderella of March Buttness, a lost people, big booty bitches. I think that it's gonna it's gonna tear the Jenkses apart. They they're not gonna know who to vote for. Big booty bitches are Eddie Murphy's boogie in your butt. Like yeah, this could be a real controversy. Yeah, we'll have to wait and find out. Well, tune in next week to see who makes the finals. I don't have a name for it yet. I don't have the clever name for for the 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 championship one. <laughs> but how about um? Oh yeah, we'll work on that. We'll work. We'll 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 get to that. <sighs> 855 Janky 69 that's the jank line. You ready to see who's calling the jank line mugs? Absolutely, let's hear it. Janky Town. It's Steven TV checking in. First time, long time. You know, it's uh something I thought worth giving you a call when you were bringing up Zoe Kravitz and your love for her. She was in this thing with uh sunshine on her Punani girl and three movies and I can't remember what they were well I've got one for you that's red hot and brand new and it's called Kimmy K-I-M-I I don't remember what it was on but I almost didn't watch it I clicked on it and man it is a great movie she's the centerpiece the main focus of it so if you like Zoe Kravitz highly recommend you watch it and also, I want to let you guys know that I've subscribed from the very beginning. And it shows how much love for the Kevin and Bean universe there is. The fact that I'm willing to pay for beer mug in the King of Mexico. Just saying. I'm just saying. Anyways, bye. Thanks, Steven TV. I will check out Kimmy. K-I-M-I or whatever you said. I will find it and I will watch it because Zoe Kravitz is definitely worth tracking down. All right, let's see what's next. My bad. A couple episodes ago, hey, Dave, I heard you say puta madre way. How good does that feel, bro? How good does that feel? Let your inner Mexican out. Fuck yeah, Dave. Let's do it one more time. Puta madre. Fuck it, while we're at it, hey, muggles, join us, man. You're eating enough tacos to be a Mexican, too. One, two, three. Puta, Puta madre. madre. All right, let's do it together, mugs. Ready? All right, here we go. Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. Puta, Puta madre. madre. Yeah. That did feel good. It's great. Whew. All right, let's see what's next. 
Hey there, Muggs. Hey there, Dave. How you guys doing? It's Ben and uh, Sherman Oaks. So I'm listening to you guys talk about, um, oh, what is it, a Westbrook, and I completely agree. If you're his wife, shut the fuck up. You're, if you're a fan, don't talk to his wife. Don't uh, interact with his wife unless his wife interacts with you. However, the fact that he's like, please stop calling me Westbrook. Oh, Jesus Christ, grow a pair. It's fucking Westbrook. It's the easiest. I'm sure he's been called Westbrook when he was in sixth grade and he missed shots. I mean, granted, he probably wasn't missing many shots in sixth grade, but you get the fucking point. Now, I want to talk about something else under the same scope that isn't brought up as much, and I feel like everyone's dealing with it with, like, uh, you know, as if it's a fragile item or something like that. And quite frankly, we need to take the kitty gloves off. And that is uh, Osaka, the um, tennis player who broke down because someone yelled, you suck. Now, of all of the insults I've ever heard, at a sporting event, you suck is the most common insult. And the fact that this, this professional athlete had a mental breakdown because someone said you suck, it sucks that she is dealing with this mental issues. It does. But if you're dealing with your mental issues so badly that someone yelling you suck puts you over the edge, you should probably take care of yourself before you go out there and put yourself in public. All right, and I'm tired of people saying, well, it's not fair. She shouldn't have to deal with blah, blah. No, no, no. Every professional athlete in the history of mankind has had to deal with hecklers. Someone yelling, you suck, isn't bad. It's the calmest, most heinous thing in the world. They weren't yelling racial insults. They weren't yelling, discriminating her because of her race, or excuse me, because of her sex. They were saying, you suck. Holy crap. And she had a mental breakdown. I'm sorry. I'm just tired of that bullshit in sports. If you can't deal with it, I feel sorry for her, like I said. What do you think, Muggs? Ah, oh, you agree? Yeah, yeah. If you can't handle that, then yeah, you shouldn't be in the public light like that. I do agree with him, though. If you suck, is gonna send you over the edge. Because I like yeah. Naomi Osaka, right? And and I I do wish her the best. But if you suck, is gonna send you over the edge. You're not ready. You're not ready to come back. Take your time. And, and she's so young. Uh, but as far as... How about if they said, Hey, Naomi, you sucka. Well, no. We don't want her to kill herself, dude. That oh. would suck. Uh, but what if instead of Westbrick, we call him West Dick? Huh? Huh? Just making sure it's on. Okay. Maybe not. Hey guys, it's Tesla Cat. I just finished listening to the podcast. And a couple suggestions. I would love to see some uh, IG stories and posts from mugs using that awesome gym in the, in the building. And I might actually move up the tier so I can hang out with you guys. Maybe we can do a, like a workout session. I'm back on the weightlifting schedule, love doing that. I would love to possibly have a hangout session with uh, with you guys lifting weights and then eating like some beliefs or whatever is close by. I'll talk to you later. There you go, Muggs. I uh, love that. Tesla Cat wants some some IG stories of you working out in the, in the K-Rock gym. I love it. And eating Philippe's. Oh, <laughs> yes. Let's go. You know what's funny is I was discussing with with Jenksa Rachel because she was she asked me about about uh 
the what you call it, the hangouts, like the one on ones that the like how we're gonna take out Tanya. Um, yeah. How, like, do they? We're get not to gonna choose? kill her. We're 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 gonna ha- we're gonna take her out on a fun day. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Just but, want to clarify. But she said, yeah. Like, are you? How, how does this work? Are, are we gonna tell them or? Or, or do we get to do they get input? And I was like, no, we're just gonna surprise you. And she suggested that maybe since it's us that we include the Jenksters in the planning of this. And you know what? I kind of agree with her. Then now that I'm hearing Tesla Cat saying that she wants to work out and have Philippe's, I'm down with that. I'm down to give the Jenksters what they want. So when if you are in the meetup, like like not the meetup, but the the exclusive hang with 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 Beer Mug and I. I will reach out, see what you want to do, and then Muggs and I will come and do it. And that's part of the $25 tier that you got to fly in your head tier on Patreon. You get to hang out with Muggs and I for a day or for a couple of hours once every three months. So who will be next? What up, gentlemen? It's Tally Man Todd here with your episode 79 tally. Um, Dave, you had nine, and Beer Mug, you had two. You guys were going extremely strong with nothing for almost the entire podcast. And then, Dave, when you went into your spiel about, uh, you know, what the anniversary of you getting let go, that's when all the you knows started popping up. So, anyways, just letting you guys know that. And keep racking them up. Hopefully, you're hit $200 by the next meetup. And I also... A little bone to pick with you, Dave. You're sitting here complaining to Beer Mug about having to drive to get a corned beef sandwich, like the best one, and you're bitching about, oh, I don't want to drive here, I don't want to drive here. Yet you drive all over the fucking place for Dutch Bros. Come on, man. If you want the best, you got to drive for it. But that's just unexcusable. You're letting Beer Mug down on that one. But anyways, gentlemen, hope you guys have a great week. I'm still looking forward to talking to you guys hopefully soon about ghost hunting considering I went to New Orleans and did some there this past weekend, as well as the Whaley House. And, yeah, I got stories for you. So when you're ready, let me know. Anyways, Sally Man Todd out. Later, gentlemen. Mugs, we are almost at $200 for the meetup to to buy the first couple of rounds by saying you know so much. That's that's crazy. We're gonna, I'm going to be poor. Nope, just don't say it. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. And here's the thing, Tallyman Todd. I don't want to sit in traffic for two hours to go get a corned beef sandwich. When I drive to Dutch Brothers, I know what I'm getting. I'm getting the best. I'm getting something yummy. Not only that, I'm driving to freaking Indio where it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I love that drive. So, yes, I'm enjoying the drive there. I'm enjoying the lovely Dutch Brothers. And then I'm enjoying the drive back. Not like going to the valley for two hours where you're moving at two miles per hour. I'm not going there. No. Uh Uh-uh. So, yeah, I'm going to bitch about it. And then, yes, we definitely mugs. We need to go talk to Tallyman Todd. That might have to be an in-person thing because we need to hear about ghost hunting. Yeah, we need need to take him to, like, some haunted place or... Some, yeah, maybe we record it. Haunting. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we record it somewhere in in L.A., like a haunted L.A. place. Like, is the oh, that would be great. is the what? What's isn't that the forest up on in Pasadena? Like, isn't that a haunted forest? What like, forest? All the way up on Hill Street, or one of those? Like, oh, yeah, there's there's so many places dude, that people say are haunted. We'll find something. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about right now, but we'll find something. All right. Well, 
Let's see what's next. Hey guys, it's Kelly. Uh, Mugs, in regards to the St. Patrick's Day episode, I wish you would really do some fucking research <laughs> before you come to the episode because didn't he drive the snakes out of fucking Ireland? Like, that's all I was waiting for the whole time. And thank you, Dave, for just saving me with that leprechaun jig. It just, thank you so much. But I, I don't care about three and four leaf clovers. Give me the history of St. Patrick's Day, Mom. What the fuck? Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, Kelly, I'm Muggs the history buff oon. I'm not going to get it right. <laughs> all right. If you want it. If you want correct history, watch uh, the History Channel. But in in Muggs's defense, Callie, um, that wasn't planned. I kind of sprung it on him, so that was just off the top of my head because I was thinking about it. I was wondering what the the, the story behind St. Patrick's, and I still don't know. I still and don't in know. Dave's defense, even if he gave me ample time to prepare, I would <laughs> still want to come with the same thing. So it doesn't matter. Okay, but then she calls back. Hey guys, it's Kelly again. Um, Dave, you wanted a recommendation for corned beef and hash in LA. There's this really, really good place. Um, get a pen. It's called D's. D's Nuts! Oh, <laughs> Kelly! I was excited for a corned beef sandwich. Kelly! Oh. Very well done. Yeah. Hey guys, Kelly again. Uh, I don't know about waking up in a bush destroyed, but I can tell you about waking up with my bush destroyed. Hey, I'm Kelly. No no. Kelly, how? That's Some... not appropriate. <laughs> Some was smoking a little smoky smoke too much, right? <laughs> but I want to know more. I actually want to know more about that. Go on. Hey, Dave and uh, Muggs, it's Jink. That was the best call yet. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> All right, that's it. That, that's the Jank line. 855. Janky69. You can get your voice on the air. Let us know how we're doing. React to anything that we say on the podcast. Or just tell us we suck and. Puta madre way. Puta madre way. <laughs> well, Dave, that was an eventful episode 80. Thank you so much. Nice. Um, I Can I tease something right now? Please. I would like to tease the fact that I have met someone very special that we hope to have here as a guest on Janky Town in the very, new, very near future. Um, and this person... Um, I'm going to go ahead and say he could be our second resident juggalo. Oh. So oh, I, I love talking that, to the juggalos. Yeah. Uh, this guy's story, uh, his name is Damien. I, I met him uh, at O'Grady's. And the story of how he got to Los Angeles is one of the most crazy friggin' stories the janksters will ever hear. Dave, you're not going to believe this. But I'm going to try to have him on, and he's going to share his crazy experience with you guys. And it is, I mean, Hollywood script writers couldn't write this. It's its so crazy. I can't wait to have him on. Is this going to be a beer mug exclusive, or is he going to be on the podcast with you and I? Oh, no, no. This he, he, I, I, I hope he can join us, because I want, I want you to ask him questions as well. Oh, yes. It's, it's really amazing. So 
Jenks says, thank you so much again for sticking it out. Uh, I know we're painful, but uh, that's the part of Jankytown which uh, we like to <laughs> highlight here. We're not professional. We uh, slog through this as best as we can, and we once again thank you for your patronage. We'll see you next week. Squish! Oh, I gotta get that. That's uh, that's our boss calling saying we're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs>